Hello everyone and welcome to episode 84 of the Unlocking British English podcast, a podcast where I talk about a variety of different topics in real British English so that you can improve your listening comprehension, learn a little bit more about British culture and about how to learn languages more effectively. My name is Shane and in today's episode I'm going to share with you guys a few interesting facts about Queen Elizabeth II, our current Queen of Great Britain of the United Kingdom. And so yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today. Before we jump into the full episode, just a couple of quick reminders as always. Uh, if you would like to connect with other listeners of the podcast and with other people who are learning English as well, if you'd like to ask me questions and generally connect with our community, then you can join our free learners group. There is a link in the description wherever you are listening to this episode. You can join our Discord group. Uh, there's already quite a few of us in there, so uh, there's plenty of people to talk to. And so, yeah, if you like the idea of connecting with other people who are on a similar journey to you, people who are also learning English, then that's a great place for you to be. The link is in the description wherever you are listening to this episode. Uh, otherwise, you can also contact me on Instagram at Unlocking British English, or if you would prefer to email me, you can contact me at uh, unlockingbritishenglish at gmail.com. And as always, uh, transcripts will be available for free on the website that is www.unlockingbritishenglish.com. So let's get into the episode. So uh, obviously Queen Elizabeth II is a very well-known, very well-respected and well-liked figure around the world. Um, and I've done a few episodes recently where I've done a few, like, the history of, we did the history of Southampton, the history of the BBC, um, some of these episodes where I kind of take something and talk about, you know, the, the highlights of the history sort of start to finish. Um, I didn't want to do that with the Queen today, I figured that maybe I'll do another one of those in the future, but today I thought I would just share a couple of interesting facts that can give us a little bit of an insight into parts of her life, some of which I'm sure you might already know, uh, but hopefully there'll be a couple of things that maybe you, you didn't know about. So we'll start with some one that probably most people do actually know, um, and the first fact is that she is the longest reigning monarch in British history. Um, so she is the person who has been queen or king, in this case queen, uh, for the longest period of time in, in British history. Previously, the owner of that title was Queen Victoria. Queen Victoria was queen for 63 years and seven months, um, and the Queen Elizabeth actually passed that, that amount of time in 2015, so it was in 2015 that she became the longest reigning monarch in British history, uh, and she's currently been on the throne for 69 years, which is a very long time. Um, that actually puts her currently as the third longest reigning monarch in world history, if I'm correct. Uh, the longest was Louis XIV of France, and he was king for 72 years, so um, she's only three years off, uh, who knows, she might become the longest reigning monarch in history, we'll see. Uh, so yeah, she's been, she's been in power for a long time. There have been six Roman Catholic popes during Queen Elizabeth's reign. Uh, she's seen wars, various presidents, all kinds of different stuff, so um, yeah, she's been around for a long time. Um, which has led her to be able to see and do some pretty interesting stuff. So that's the first thing. She's the longest reigning monarch in British history. 
The second little fact for today is that she actually joined the women's branch of the British Army during the World War, the Second World War, during World War II. Um, she wasn't the queen at this point, she was actually a princess, but she joined the women's branch of the British Army that was called uh, the Auxiliary Territorial Service, um, but yeah, it was just the, the female part of the army at that time. Um, and her joining, she actually became the first female member of the royal family to join the armed service as a full-time active member. Uh, so there had been male members of the royal family before, but never a female that had become a full active member of the armed forces, of the armed services. Um, and she actually ended up working as a driver. She did a lot of driving. And interestingly, that's actually how she learnt to drive. The Queen learnt to drive uh, during the Second World War, driving trucks, uh, transporting different stuff, and that was when she actually learned to drive. So I can imagine that was probably quite an interesting experience we um you might call that kind of trial by fire this idea that you're you're you know learning in the heat of the moment you know when it when it matters she's obviously doing a lot of important work and so yeah she joined the women's branch of the of the british army um and i think it's it's little things like that that have have that worked in her favor to um you know to raise her likability let's say right she's she's quite a likable person and i think one of the reasons is that because you know she's been quite active in her duties a lot of people in her situation would be very happy just to kind of sit back and enjoy the life of being a part of the royal family and i'm sure she does a lot of that as well but she has you know done a lot of of active work and and real serious meaningful work and so um yeah part of that was joining part of the british army during the second world war so yeah that is the the second fact for today uh, the third fact for today is something that I wasn't actually sure about before, uh, and that is that the Queen speaks fluent French. Um, I would have to use the word fluent a little bit loosely here because I can't speak French, so I can't judge her French, but she has given um, public speeches, she's addressed the French Senate, um, she's spoken publicly several times in French, so for any of you that are listening that are French native speakers, maybe you can find a video and um, let me know what you think of her French, if she speaks good French, but she's clearly able to communicate, um, I think she's reading from, you know, her written speech before but she is known to be able to speak French so um, that's another quite cool thing obviously the the Queen didn't have you know an average um, education growing up she didn't go to public school and things like that you know she was educated uh, you know within the palace she had private tutors and different stuff uh, I'm sure she learned all kinds of different things and usually the different members of the royal family um, do learn to uh, at least parts of one or a couple of languages. Uh, several of the current royal family speak German, um, and yeah, other people have spoken other languages previously. And so, yeah, that's the, the third fact for today, that the Queen speaks French as well as English. Um, the next fact is one that I'm sure a lot of people know about, uh, but maybe not just a specific number, is that Everyone knows she's a big fan of corgis, but she's actually owned over 30 corgis in her lifetime. Um, her first corgi was actually a gift on her 18th birthday. Um, the corgi being the dog, just in case anyone's not following there, the little uh, the little dogs that she has, the, the breed of dog is called corgi. Um, and so, yeah, she's had a lot of them during her lifetime. Like I say, her first was 
given to her as a gift on her 18th birthday um, and apparently there's a couple of reasons that she likes these dogs um, the first is that her father also had the same type of dog her father also had corgis and so she was around them growing up um, but apparently when she's been asked about it she said that you know firstly they they provide a way for her like most people that have a dog uh, to kind of spark up conversations with people right it's uh, something that you can talk about uh, with people um, I, I don't know how easy or difficult it is to start a conversation if you're the queen but that's what she said when she's been asked about it but also she mentioned that having to walk them daily and feed them and look after them and you know keep them in their routine kind of um, it provides almost a bit of comfort for her, right? It's almost a bit therapeutic, I guess, um, you know, going through that process and, and different things like that. So, yeah, a lot of people, well, pretty much everyone knows that the Queen loves corgis, uh, but she's owned over 30 of them in her lifetime um, with all kinds of different names. I'm not going to go through the whole list, but um, yeah, uh, the Queen loves corgis. Um, Everyone knows that, the Queen loves corgis, but one thing you probably didn't know, or at least I didn't know this before I did a little bit of research for this episode, um, is that she once had to demote uh, one of her footmen for giving whiskey to her corgis. So um, to demote someone is like the, well, you have the phrase to promote someone, right? To get promoted. So if you imagine in your job, if you go up a level, uh, you get promoted, right? Maybe you're a, you get promoted to manager. Or if you're in the army, for example, you can get promoted to the next rank. Maybe you become sergeant or general or whatever it is. I don't actually know that much about army ranks. But anyway, demoted would be the opposite, right? So you get moved down a level, you get moved down a rank. Um, so one of the guards, one of the people that worked um, within uh, Buckingham Palace, that worked closely uh, with the royal family. Um, in 1999, this was, uh, apparently it was intended as a practical joke. There was uh, whiskey put into their food, um, clearly not a big amount because there was no damage done to the dogs, but anyway, uh, it seems like the Queen didn't um, find the joke very funny. I don't think it's a very good joke, to be honest, and I think that is a very stupid thing to do. Well, even if you're looking after a normal person's dog, but to do that to the Queen's dog seems like a, uh, a bad idea, at least in my estimation. So yeah, apparently once she had to... Um, tell off one of her workers, demote one of her workers because they put whiskey in her dog's food, which is super random, but uh, quite interesting and uh, not something that I knew about before this episode. So yeah, um, that is the, yeah, that's the next little fact. Um, the next one, I can't remember what number I got up to. What am I up to? One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, that was the fifth fact. So the sixth fact for today is that she supports over 300 charities. Um, the royal family have always been involved in, in different kind of schemes and trusts and things. Um, you know, some of them to promote certain activities, some of them to raise money um, for certain types of people. Others are to kind of, you know, make money for certain things or whatever else. But um, yeah, the Queen herself, Queen Elizabeth, has been very active in a lot of charity work for a very long time. Again, it's another thing that has... Um, helped her to become, you know, quite a liked person. 
especially as far as kings and queens go in the modern world. It's uh, not easy to be a king or a queen today and, and be very liked or even loved by you know most people. Um, and yeah, this is the, one of the reasons that people like her. She does a, a lot of charitable work. She's raised tens of millions, if not more, of, of pounds or dollars or whatever. Um, pounds, I guess. <laughs> She's raised ten, tens of millions of pounds um you know for all kinds of different people they set up all kinds of different schemes and trusts and so um there will be lots of different things that she's put in place that will continue to help people in need for a very long time uh, even after she she is gone uh, and so yeah that is the sixth little fact for today she does a lot of charity work even more than the average royal member of family uh, royal uh, royal family member does and so, yeah, uh, and so then the seventh and final little fact for today is that the Queen was the first British monarch to visit China uh, in 1986. So uh, before that, there hadn't actually been a, a British monarch that had that had visited mainland China, had been to China. Um, and yeah, so this happened in 1986 uh, and it was actually a very important visit. Um, it, it was seen as, as a very critical part, a very important part of, you know, maintaining relations between the UK and the People's Republic of China with the, with the government and everything in China. Um, and it was largely to do with, um, with Hong Kong, with basically with ownership of that area uh, of Hong Kong. So um, Hong Kong had been a part of a part of the British Empire, so it was it was you know under British rule. Um, but in eighteen ninety eight, um, there was a um, an agreement that was made. Um, well, basically, there was an agreement made that that said that the that the area of Hong Kong, that the territory of Hong Kong, would pass back into. Uh, Chinese rule, so it would be again owned by China, it would be part of, of China or, or under the rule of the Chinese government um, after uh, 99 years. So from 1997 it would become part of uh, China again or it would go back into the ownership of China, it would stop being part of the British Empire. Um, and so yeah, the, the Queen went to China in 1986 um, and uh, yeah, that was you know it was it was seen as a big thing, not just because she was the first monarch, but because you know she had to go over there and and you know try and, and maintain good relationships with people. Um, but uh, yeah, I think overall it was seen as being a success, and she seemed to have a pretty good time while she was over there. She got to see uh, the terracotta warriors. The um, they recently been excavated recently been found she got to go and visit those and was actually allowed to like walk around within them um and she visited the great wall and so yeah all in all it seemed to go fairly well at least from what i can understand so um yeah those are seven facts about queen elizabeth some of which you might have known some of them hopefully not so um i'm gonna leave it there for today's episode keep it a little bit shorter for today uh but as always if you have any thoughts about today's episode if maybe you wanted to comment on one of the on one of the points or if you had some questions about something then feel free to get in touch with me uh the easiest way to do that is through the discord group which you can join 
for free by clicking the link wherever you are listening to this episode. But as I mentioned earlier, you can also contact me on Instagram or via email. So yeah, uh, that's it for today. But I hope you found it interesting. Hope you've learned something. Uh, thank you very much for listening and I look forward to speaking to you again in the next episode.